welcome back to another episode. This is our third episode of Basic Biscuits Mini Bites. So My- delicious. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Josh. And I'm Karina. And um, we have today an amazing, amazing person. One of my good friends. I've known her for like good, maybe three, four years yes, yeah. on the scene. Um, part of the LGBT community. She has her own YouTube channel, which you definitely need to check out. I've watched all like 22 episodes. Oh and my gosh. 15 minute episodes. Oh <laughs> like, <laughs> and all round messy bitch <laughs> on Girl, a night I mean, out I try to not be messy but <laughs> no it's all good it's all good I'd like to introduce um, the amazing Drew Dizel Dial Dial you see we literally just had Girl, a no, literally had like a five minute conversation D- was, <laughs> like the thing is that like do you know it was so funny like people would be like Dial like as in on the Dial yeah but spelt like this yeah. <laughs> what made you pick that as you said that was your mum's that's name, my right? mum's name so it's my actual name dial is my name and it's spelled d-a-l-z-i-e-l okay i wonder but... who came up with that like you know like in the history of like last names Who's yeah i want to be called dl but i'm gonna jazz it up i'm yes. gonna jazz it up and just yeah. make everything in the middle silent and yeah i'm used to like because i was when i was on your youtube i kept hearing you say dl and i was like why is this bitch talking like that i was like it's dizel like i was about to like <laughs> i was about to put in the Pull comments actually um this is how you pronounce it girl. Yeah. Well, like, I'm so used to like I'm one letter sorry. being like silent, but she's yeah, like, it's like, like all whole, ten whole. <laughs> I think as well, like one time I went to the post office and this lady was doing my passport form and she was like, Oh, your name's DL and I was like Oh my gosh, say that again? <laughs> she was like, DL and I was like, Yeah, you're the only person ever. But yeah, she was Scottish as well, so it makes sense. Oh, okay, oh, cool. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Drew DL, tell us about yourself. Break it down. I am a transgender woman. Um, I I think I feel like it's important to say I'm a transgender woman because, um, regardless of transitioning from male to female, it's always important to add transgender because I'm very much part of the LGBT community and I'm very proud to be part of the LGBT community. Um, and put the T there. <laughs> um, and I'm a makeup artist. I am a poet and I songwrite a little bit. I sing a little bit. And my YouTube is basically just documenting um, my journey and what's going on and a few story times in there and fun things to talk about. Good story time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so what's like the typical day for Drew? DL. Oh, <laughs> typical day. Typical working day is like up. Um, I love to like, don't you just like to start your day like super early, even though you don't have to be up early. I like to be up at least like half seven, eight. And if I don't start work until one, I like take that first half an hour and I just chill and okay. start my day with like gratitude. What am I grateful for? What am I going to achieve today? Like that, that sort of thing. And then my day starts and then you just kind of like pot around the house, you make breakfast, you chill, you answer messages, and then you start getting ready and your face has to be done. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys saw that look. Yeah. <laughs> All the way done for work. And then I go to work and I have a great team and we have fun and some days you have to deal with pe- people. And then some days, most days it's great and then I just and chill and <laughs> think about how what, what my next video is going to be about or if I've got some inspiration like a lot of my poetry is like done there and then like if I just have a 
spark for something I'll just yeah. write something and then I'll like post it straight away and how, think, and how often do you do your YouTube channel your YouTube I try and do it at least once a week I try my very best sometimes I do take breaks because I'm just I'm doing other stuff mm. but I try to be consistent because I know that um, the more consistent you are then things pop <laughs> so, yeah. so when did you start your uh, YouTube channel? It was April last year that I started. Okay, so it's only been about a year. Yeah. And um, happy what? anniversary! Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. Pop some champagne or something. I feel like I watched my my very first one last um, last week. And I was literally like, oh my gosh, like, you've actually changed. Like, <laughs> you look a bit different. Like, like the makeup's better. I wasn't really wearing that much makeup in my first video, but the makeup's better. I feel like I just have come more into womanhood. And I feel yeah. like that's why I do it as well, so I can just see how I'm progressing, not just through pictures, but mm. what I was thinking at the time, what I was feeling at the time, my energy. Everything. Yeah, definitely. That's what I was going to ask. Like, what made you start YouTube? Just the, my transition. I just wanted to... Um, inspire people and stay inspired and just talk because I love to talk (laughs) (laughs) what made you pick YouTube like other than say doing a blog or a podcast do you want to be like trans visible have people like see you see you um, transition I feel like yeah definitely I wanted to be like uh, definitely trans visible and again just to document my journey in a sense as well because doing a podcast is absolutely amazing I feel like everyone I just talk anyway (laughs) I literally everyone will literally be like okay but I might as well just call her like I'll be on the phone to have like two hours so I just thought yeah like let's get it in then obviously I wanted to like incorporate the fact the fact that I do makeup and that people can see that I do makeup and that also helps with my other side hustle because I freelance Speaking about YouTube, mm-hmm. I watched the episode when you got arrested. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you kind of want to tell our listeners about, in like a brief, I feel like you can't say in a couple of words, about why you got I'll arrested or, or like the age and I'll sort of what happened. What happened was, is basically my mum and dad were going through a divorce and... My dad had a girlfriend very, very shortly after. And basically her wish was to keep the youngest one, who I was basically raising with my mum, away from the new partner. And my dad couldn't respect the wishes. So I basically told a bitch's car. (laughs) And um, yeah, and then I was arrested because my dad G'd on me, obviously. And I was arrested and I was 16, very juvenile, stupid and just angry and taking on my mum's problems, which weren't mine. But you know, you know, you do those things when yeah. you're that age, like you just live recklessly. So you came up with that story because obviously your YouTube is very personal. Why did you, why did you feel like you had to tell people that sort of that side of you about being arrested? It was because like, I like, felt the police like... Don't play around with because I know about Lucretia <laughs> was it like don't play with me bitch like it was kind of just like again like with all my stories like if you go through all of them I want to include as many people in what I say and what I do like in my YouTube as possible like I don't want it just to go out to people who are transitioning I want it to be like how many of us have got arrested regardless of our gender or our identity mm. or our race or whatever? We've at some point yeah. been in trouble with the law. Like, that's just a story time for me to put out to be like, yeah, I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes. Like, I was a kid and I'm sure loads of you can relate to this. 
regardless of who you are. Yeah. And that's more what I wanted to put out there. And I do say, like, I was young, I was stupid. It was not something I would do now or how I'll deal with it now. Do you mean get caught now? <laughs> you know, you know, like, I just wouldn't. Like, I think if it was something to do with me, I can't guarantee that I wouldn't get arrested. But if it's like... I know it's like my parents but that that was their issue you know yeah. again bringing the fact that you know people come from broken homes like again we none of us regardless of who we are are exempt from that so many of us do come from broken homes and make great things out of ourselves and I just think it's, the main message was you make mistakes here's a joke story to go along with it and to just learn from it yeah. Definitely. I mean, I've never been arrested. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm glad that you had it. We'll get you arrested tonight. <laughs> yeah, play good day. I've never been arrested. My mum would kidnap me. Some Caribbean pays. No, no. Uh, imagine. No, no, no. My, my mum would chase me down the road. Oh my god. They would. Ki- my mum would just be like, "Just keep him in there because if you bring him home, he's gonna die either way." Yeah. <laughs> like, he's my safe mom, for him. Yeah, my mum would be like, "Black yeah. lives don't matter that day." Bitch. <laughs> 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 These niggas going out, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh my. So, how hard was it for you to come out as a transgender woman like to your family and your friends it was difficult because I genuinely didn't know how they would react and as well I didn't want it to be like something that they would want to think oh my gosh here we go this is a phase so I was I waited a long time I actually went through therapy before I told everybody so that I could really really know if this was something that I was going to do mm. Um, and didn't expect to have the breakthroughs that I did have in therapy, but then I was strong enough to be like, okay, this is it, this is something new. I didn't think... Having, like, um, a younger brother, he's the youngest, he's 10 now, but he was only, like, 8 at the time. So I was like, because I'm such a influence in his life, I didn't know how my mum would react or whether she thought that that would be a great influence on him because he's autistic and he doesn't like change that much he didn't like the whole name change thing Mm. it was very very hard for him but I I think that's the point where I was like this I'm living for me now before I was kind of like living for everybody else or through everybody else their issues their problems I wanted to be the fixer I wanted to you know make sure everyone else's life was going right and then it came to head that like things in myself wasn't right and I always felt different. So when it. when did you know? Because I knew from like six, seven that I was gay. Mm-hmm. That I was like attracted to men. Kind of like, especially speaking to people who are straight or like cisgendered. Like how how did you know as a person that you, you was either born in the wrong body or kind like kind of explain what transgender to you is? To me, it was first of all. I would like to say that like I always felt different. I always felt different and I was like again in school and stuff always around the girls and I just wanted to be just like the girls like I would wait outside the toilets at, in secondary school for all my girlfriends and be like why can't I just go inside yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna touch no one yeah. I just wanna go inside I just wanna be there with everyone I wanna be where the tea is I wanna be talking and yeah. gossiping and da 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 and reapplying your lip gloss and stuff and I was just like, like, I don't get it. Like, it just, I was just like, this. it was like a mental thing. And then I was like to my friend, like, oh, like, I really want, um, there was, I think it was like when waist trainers first come out, I was like, bitch, I need to get snatched. I need to get that <laughs> waist trainer. And then she was like, yeah, I think they're like doing a men's one. I was like, I don't want that one. <laughs> she was like, well, why? Like, I just don't know. And she's my best friend. So I was like, 
why are you questioning that though? Like, and I was getting like frustrated in myself. And it was like, what's the big problem? Like, why I want the one that Kim K has. Mm. I don't want the one that so and so has. Like, yeah. and then she was just like, I'm just saying like they do male ones. And I was just like, why are you riding me? Like, I don't understand. And it became an issue. And then I thought, but this is not actually a big thing. Like, why are you making it a big thing? And mm. I just started to question. And then everything just started popping up. And then. I remember very vividly saying to my dad at about seven years old, dad, I'm a girl. And I'm not joking, that's the first time I've ever seen my dad cry. The first time and the disappointment and like the hurt, I was literally like, "Mm, okay, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut because I don't know what I've just started here. And I literally had kept it in for that long and I didn't say anything until the age of 23. So what made you decide at 23 was that because of other sort of influences such as like Monroe Janet Mock Laverne Cox to be honest I only knew of one person that had transitioned like fully and that was um, Carmen Carrera and she was on RuPaul's Drag Race and I remember when I first watched her I was obsessed I was like, give me fish, bitch. <laughs> I was like... She get pushed down. She literally, like, did it. And then I just remember following her journey after. Like, she wasn't really doing a lot with media, but I was just following her, her Instagram, da-da-da. And I just thought, like, oh, my gosh, like... Then she said, I'm like, I'm going to transition and da-da-da. And everything happened so fast. And I was like, is that even possible? Like, I didn't even think it was possible. And then I was like, okay, cool. And then all these other things started happening again with my friend and then like I've just thought I don't feel right in myself and I don't know what it is Mm. and like as well like being out with like being out on the scene you're with a group of gay guys but I still felt like the girl with a group of gay guys Yeah. even though like when like some of my female friends would be like cisgendered women would be like oh don't worry like just get yourself some gay friends and you'll feel like in place like because I said to them I don't feel right like you guys are all girls and I just don't know, like, I feel like I am a part of this, but I'm not a part of this. And then there was, like, get some gay friends, got some gay friends. Everyone was like, yes, yeah, so, like, how's everything going? I was just like, I, st- I feel even worse. Like, I just feel like the girl, like, everyone's going out and, like, they're just, like, getting ready. And it's, like, here's some, like, 20 minutes and I'm there beating the hell out of my face. <laughs> and I'm just like, how pretty do I look? I'm referring to myself as very feminine. Yeah. And it was very different to camp. Yeah. So it was like this is all things that are like coming up, and it's it happened very very slowly. But when it when everything kind of reached its peak, it was like okay, this makes sense. So did you identify as gay first and then into transgender, or were you more like? It was very much I identified as a gay man before because I felt like that's what I was told I was. Yeah. And again, like when you kind of focus on everyone else's life and not your own you will kind of just be whoever anyone wants you to be. And as well, like, I noticed that once I did start this journey, I did lose connections with a lot of people because I wasn't living their life for them or through them. Mm. I wasn't there to support them the way I would be there, like, hands-on, because I was supporting myself. And that, I think I did that because I was hiding who I was. Yeah. So, yeah. So, do you, have you got a lot of support through your journey? Or do you find that you've had more, like, losing more people more than you've had the support? I feel like I, I feel like I always had a great support system. But I felt like some of my support system relied on the fact that I was their very support. much their support. And now it's like, I am my support more than anything. And yeah. I still have great support. From other, from from other people. people. Yeah. So, transitioning in, like, 2018, mm-hmm. um... I mean, 
not to, to be quite negative, but it's something that I've always wanted to ask, like, hate crime, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. is it like a big thing in your life? Or especially putting yourself out there for YouTube, do you read comments and, like, Facebook? Well, like, online, it's been, like, a lot of love. Okay. There was, well, I was locked out of my account last year because I spoke to a lady on the phone and she was like, mm-mm, this ain't no she, so I'm going to block her account. Your bank. Yes, I remember. So, uh, the Evening Standard, I think. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was The Telegraph. And how I was think. that for you? Was oh, that your, like, claim to fame? No. no <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just wanted that sh- money. I was like, <laughs> there is not even a lot in there, but, you know, it's going to get me through to the end of the month. So. And, like, yeah, they just, they locked my account because she she followed whatever procedure but she didn't ask the right amount of like security questions and when I did inquire afterwards when they had got in contact once the Telegraph had contacted their press um, I was like just to be sure the questions that I did answer were they wrong and she said no and I was like well there you go like mm. if like if she had put me onto somebody else if she was unsure I was like I just feel like she didn't she didn't go in and she could have asked me absolutely anything. She could have asked me my mother's name. She could have asked me, like, my, the hospital my mum was born in, which yeah. is not even here anymore. So it's like, I wouldn't, how would I even know that? Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, she could have asked me so much, but she didn't. And I guess she felt that she was doing the right thing. But, yeah, I was compensated and it, it was fine. But and that, when I went on Twitter, the comments were absolutely hilarious. <laughs> But I was just like, it doesn't matter. Like, the picture that they used, I was beat. You can't really say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like... Very, it I is. love a picture of some confidence. I was just like, <laughs> I'm not going to... Like, obviously, like, there's a lot more if someone's like... I know that a lot of um, other transgender women have had, like, horrible stuff. Like, they've, like, been threatened with rape and things like that. And I don't know how I would react to that. But if someone just says, like, oh, well, they blocked her account because she is a man. Okay, cool. Well, I'm not. And um, they're like, oh, like, someone said I was ugly. I'm like, now now you know that's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you just have to, like, you have to look at who's insulting you. And I just think, not that I would look at you as less than me, but I just think just pull some facts out and then we can, can open a discussion. But if there's no facts there, I can just be like, okay, it's shut down. It's more like in person when I'm not joking, like even coming here today, people look at you like you are an alien. And if I look at myself before I leave the house, I'm pretty sure I'm not. I'm pretty sure I'm human like everybody yeah. else. But literally, like people look at me like, what the hell is that? <laughs> and it's annoying. Yeah. It's so, it's more annoying than anything. Yeah. And even though I'm, I'm strong, I'm still human and I still feel it. And I just think, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck about what you look like. I'm not even looking in your direction. Why are you staring at me? Why are you laughing at me? Why are you? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So I don't know. But yeah, it's more in person. You see people staring and smiling and like laughing at you and making comments and. It's so crazy as well because like it's 2018. And you think that in the grand scheme of things, we've moved really far, you know, from, it's like, so cavemen fun. times, but at the same time, it's just, it's just we haven't like, lived at all. It's like, trans people have been here for ages. Yeah. Gay people have been here for ages. Like, this is nothing new. So I don't understand why we're still... I know, we're still, we're still here. We're still here. Still, <laughs> I remember the first time I met you, and I think it was, it, it wasn't the reduced section. I'd met you a time before then. It might have been, like, a house party. It was, Josh. I remember the first thing I'd said, like, in my head was... This girl's makeup is better than me. <laughs> like, I was like, if I was staring at you, it's because of how I was like in awe of like how. Because me, I love a pretty face. I will see a girl and I'll be like, 
just want to let you know, <laughs> your eyebrows are amazing. Oh my gosh, all the like, time. That is how I am. And so I remember seeing you and like, well, you're walking around. I'm like, I love her makeup. <laughs> oh my. And so it's weird for me to hear that. And people look at you and think that like, you look like an alien. I don't get that because I'm looking at you and I see a really pretty face. Thank you so and, much. And you know, you hear other people like want to make comments. And yeah. It must just be an insecurity of themselves because I'm very sure of who I am. So I know that I can go and say to someone, you look amazing, you yeah. look gorgeous. If you mm. think I'm a lesbian because I've said that you look gorgeous, then that's your own business. Yeah. So I think maybe people in who hate on you. I, mean, I just think as well, it's like, it's almost like a pyramid, yeah. So you have like, obviously like white supremacy all the way up there. Yeah. And you have people who run the world basically. And as it trickles down, when it comes to discrimination, it goes, I feel like it goes from class to race to who you like to gender to the LGBT things like that and I feel like people just pick on what they what they see as less than them yeah do you know what I mean so someone like who has got money is going to look down on someone who hasn't got money they're going to take the piss out of the fact that they haven't got money do you understand someone obviously like with racism I racism like absolutely drives me insane (laughs) because I think how on earth could you ever look at someone because they have a different skin colour, nothing else, they have a different skin colour and, and and hate on them for that. That, to me, is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Do, do you understand? I just think, how? But then, there's so there's racism, and then, obviously, if someone is of a different race, and they think, okay, what else, what, what's less than me, because I'm getting all this. Okay, I'm going to pick on a gay person, because... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because gay in, is is considered less than in a sense, and then they go and pick on that person, and then it just it's it's, a, it's an ongoing cycle. Mm. Everyone's looking for who is considered less than them, and that's what they pick on. That's in my opinion. So me being a trans woman, I just think I get it from everyone, and that's why I only take people as face value. I will take you as the person that you are in front of me now, and I will not put anybody in a group. Cause it just winds me up. So would you say that you are a trans woman or would you say that you are a woman? I would say that I am a woman. I put trans woman there because being transgender is part of my journey. It's part of who I am. I wasn't born female. So um, like I, I wasn't, I'm not cisgendered in that sense. So I feel like it's important to include that in there. Cause one, I feel like one, when people get the turn turn, they feel like, okay, now I'm a woman and I don't ever have to, say that I was, I'm transgender, especially if they're really passing. Um, and I just think, regardless of how passing I am, it was always part of my journey, so mm. I'll be honest with that and say, yeah, I'm a transgender woman. I think it's important. Yeah. So now that, you know, you identify as, like, a trans woman, what is kind of, like, dating sort of situation? I mean, I'm guessing, like, do you get fetishized a lot? Massively. <laughs> when would you tell somebody that you're trans? Straight you... away. Okay. <laughs> 100%. I had a Tinder profile and I'd match with like some real hottie hotties, like some real finest. And then like the lady would be like, oh my gosh, really sorry, I didn't realise you're transgender. And they would like unmatch and I'd be like, cool, like it's not an issue. But it's there. It's for you to see. Mm. I'm going to be honest straight from the front. And this is what it is. But there are some men who is it's largely fetish, fetish, fetishized. And obviously, like, my boobs are growing now. So they like the best of both worlds. And you just think, okay, this is clearly a fetish. Because you don't want to be seen in public. You don't want to take me out on a date because you of what people might think of you. Yeah. And 
to me that again it's there's no respect there it's always going to be sexually based and it's based off your sexual fantasy and not reality yeah yeah so yeah so is it a lot harder do you feel like since you've transitioned yeah it is a lot harder it is oh yeah it really is but i'm just like you know what be patient and focus on other things yeah because i can give you my um porn hub give you my porn hub password oh my gosh we'll, uh, we'll share vibrators oh hi mom <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, so a lot of cis women don't understand the journey of a trans woman. Mm. Um, so what would you tell our listeners? Like, what what for you makes you identify as a woman? Firstly, I'd like to say very, very quickly, I am friends with a lot of cisgendered women and ones that I work with, ones that have been in my life since the beginning. And they are completely and utterly supportive. And in anything that they want to know, they ask. And anything I want to know, I ask, especially mm. when it comes to supporting. Or some days when I'm feeling a bit down, and sometimes I feel like, oh, like, in a sense, am I good enough to be a woman? And yeah. You just think, no, like, it's not about being good enough. It's just about who you are, like, how you feel and who you are. And... To be honest, I would say like it's it's great for education for someone to understand someone's journey, but you will only understand as far as you want to understand. So you can be as open and educate people as much as you want. But that that other person, um, if we're talking about cisgendered women here, that other woman, she has to want to know. She has to yeah. want to be educated on it. If if she doesn't, then. <laughs> Sorry, like no, it's true. It's yeah. true. Then you won't always, get it. I always have tried to have conversations with cisgender women about transgender. I'm not transgender myself, but I have friends who are transgender. So I always try and explain. I was like the same way that I'm a gay man, and you've had that conversation with me. Have a conversation with a transgender mm. person, and then you'll be able to find out their yeah. their struggles or or what or why they identify as a woman. But a lot of times, I get no, I don't get it, so I'm not interested. And yeah. it's like okay, open your. Do you know what I mean? I just yeah. don't understand like. We as humans, you know, you have this one life to live. Let's have fun. Why can't you just open your mind? Like, do you know what I mean? Okay. That's the thing. It's so interesting. The world is so interesting. There's so many interesting people. There's so many interesting people. Why do we all have to be? Why do we all have to be straight? Do you know what I mean? Why yeah. can't it be a bit mixed up and blem blem? No yeah. shade. Like, no, like hundred yeah. percent. Like, let's do it. Like, last like saying to like, I went. I went to a crisis. The homeless. Um, charity and I had a talk with people that had never come into contact with a a transgender person before and then we just started talking I was like how about like we've we've called this an LGBT event I was like why don't we start having events where we hold human events anyone's welcome doesn't Mm. matter everyone comes in you have certain people of like different backgrounds genders however you identify and then everyone has that moment to speak and interact and you have that conversation you open up you break down barriers that divide us that shouldn't divide us because we all go through the same things like honestly like we all go through like we're all going to die <laughs> like do you know what i mean like when you think about it, it doesn't anything else in between doesn't even matter yeah and for what someone looks like or how they identify something that doesn't necessarily affect you at all you're gonna let that stop you from making a great connection with another human being let's break down those barriers and let's just start connecting with each other as people but in saying that they don't want that to happen and i say they as in people who obviously 
are fucking us all over. So <laughs> they don't want that to happen. They want there to be different things. That's why it's portrayed in the media in a certain way. And, you know, it's so funny how you can have, like, such a bad representative of trans women be on the Celebrity Big Brother house. That idiot woman, I don't even know her name. That India. Indian but then mm. you would, But then you would bash someone like Monroe, who's making a, a statement based on her experience as being a transgender woman and as well as being a mixed race woman as well about saying how all men are racist and they literally, the media bashed her so badly but didn't want to understand where she was coming from. Mm. So I just think to myself, all the success that she's having now, I think amazing. Like maybe, well, I know she has opened a lot of, um, a lot of conversation, but I just think that why not bash that India woman who was saying that she was scared of drag queens. Like, what are you talking about? Mm. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, they didn't jump on her the way they jumped on Monroe. Yeah. And then it comes down to racism. So, at the end of the day, like like I said, like, the media and things like that, they don't want us to unite because there's power in numbers and that's why they always will create certain things in place. Yeah. When they put a thing out there saying how, oh, don't call a pregnant woman a pregnant woman, it's going to offend trans people. Now, you know damn well that it's not going to offend no trans woman. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. You know it's not. So, like, let's not be dumb about it. You know what you're doing. You know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. You're creating outrage and you're creating anger in people. Yeah. Like... Because now it's, like, 2018, I always hear kind of jokes like, don't presume what that person's gender is and... I feel like, and now everyone's trying to be a little bit like tiptoe around certain situations. No, I don't but tiptoe. I don't think it should offend a pregnant woman. Like, I feel like you should say I'm a pregnant woman because if you're trying, you like, but not. that's the thing though. I think I don't even know, but like, I feel like they invented that. Or, <laughs> unless there's some super hypersensitive trans woman out there that feels like that, but honestly, like, don't speak a part of the transgender community. Don't speak. And as if it's all transgender people, because yeah. it's just not. Yeah. Like, it's not how it is. No one is going to be offended by saying, like, a pregnant woman. She's a pregnant woman. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Do you know what I mean? If someone said, oh my gosh, like, that's a transgender woman, before they even said woman, I'm not going to be offended because I absolutely am a transgender woman. Why am I going to be offended? Because you used transgender before woman. Did you not use woman in, the, in how yeah. you... End of story. Do you know what I mean? Like, be a bit more real and just, they, like I said, they want to create these barriers and they will for as long as they will. So, yeah. so where do you see yourself in five years? Where do we, where do we want, oh. especially if like your YouTube and. Do you know what? I don't know. I know that I, I have so many things that I am very, very fortunate to have picked up different types of talents growing up. And like, I just feel like my ultimate saying is like, use what God gave you. I'm good at so many things. Like, I sing, I songwrite, I'm a poet, I, I I do makeup. I love to make people feel beautiful. I love to make a difference in so many different ways. So I'm just going to keep doing all the things that I'm good at mm. and make a difference. I just want to make a difference. Yeah. And I feel like hopefully in five years, I would have made more of an impact than I have already. And that's it. Awesome. So please tell listeners where they can find you. So you can find me on Instagram, Drew DL. Um, you can find me on YouTube. Oh, you should spell it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should. Because if they just type in Drew DL, then I can't find it. So it's Drew DL. So it's D R E W D A L Z I E L. That's pronounced DL. <laughs> and you can also find me on YouTube under the same name. I'll say it one more time. It's Drew, D-R-E-W, D-L, D-A-L-Z-I-E-L. Perfect. Thank awesome. you. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. I was super excited. And I was like, oh, girl, I'm going to 
gonna be on the radio and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's super exciting that you guys asked. Thank you again. That wraps up another episode of Basic Biscuits. Mini bites. I want to thank Drew for coming on and spilling all the hot tea that's in the LGBT. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, so for Instagram, it's basic under, three underscores biscuits. For Facebook, it's just basic biscuits. biscuits. <laughs> Twitter, it's basic two underscores biscuits. <laughs> and if you want to find moi, you can find me at CC. It's just letters, just CC underscore London on Instagram. And you can find me at Josh X says. And we'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs>